All right, you're listening to another episode of Walk-Ins Welcome, now complete with our TV, since we didn't have that. Yes. There it is. We didn't have it last time, but I don't know how we could possibly help you triple your revenue through digital marketing and exceptional patient care without (laughs) our Walk-Ins Welcome. It matters. Sorry, we were laughing earlier because we're talking about another seven things, and I, I counted them. He's like, really? He's like, well... Probably wasn't a bad idea to count yeah, that. <laughs> my, Michael double checks my work on a regular and consistent basis. Speaking of which, Michael Ray with with me today as uh, always. I'm Nick Hord, your host. You're listening to Walk In Walk In's Welcome. It's another Wednesday episode. We're glad to be dropping it for you. And today we're talking about seven reasons your urgent care businesses fail. Now listen up here. This can be applied to chiropractors. This can be applied to massage, aesthetic, health and wellness. Like anything in the in the retail healthcare space, this can affect you. We we did urgent cares because this is, I was just doing research on it. So let's let's go ahead and kick it right on off because this is huge. And also as a note, there's only marketing is only involved one time on this list. But it is there. It is there. And we're gonna talk about that. Number one. Bad location. Location, location, location. Location. Michael, we told a story about this not too long ago on a previous episode, but where I live, I was going to get a prescription filled, and when I was driving behind the Publix, I found an urgent care that I had never seen before. Yeah, exactly. It's behind a Publix and behind a, like, you would never know it. I There were no cars in the parking lot, and it was in the middle of the day. Well, and, and sometimes when it's too good to be true of a deal on a location, there's a reason why. No doubt about it. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, this has been interesting to me. Just a lot of companies that we've been doing our strategy sessions with, Michael, have told me that they thought because they – were in emergency room care or something like that. That, oh, that was a just, good one, yeah. yeah. They could just open up an urgent care and that it would just work for them. That's just not and, true. and that is such a fascinating concept because I know who you're talking about. And yeah. they had a very long track record of success with emergency rooms. That's right. And they're like, hey, if we can open an emergency room, why can't we open urgent care? They crack open eight urgent care locations. Yeah. And like we're struggling. They're bad struggling and there's a reason behind it so like we have to remind ourselves urgent cares is a convenience not a i'm about to die that's right if i'm about to die that's a requirement that's emergency room and for all intents and purposes it's it's there's no cost to that person they have well there is but like that emergency room has to serve them yeah it it is not it's not a a luxury item it's a Almost not not a requirement of life, but it's one of those. You're gonna go to an e. You're gonna if I am in high pain or I can't seem to breathe right or I don't feel correct. I'm rolling over to the emergency room. I don't care where it is. I'm gonna find it. Right. Um. Other than that, I feel kind of sick. I need to go to an urgent care. What's the most convenient thing for me? Because that because that's another thing I learned once. Uh, a long time ago, when you hop into an ambulance, you can tell them what hospital you want to go to, by the way. If you can talk. If you can talk, right? Or if you can think straight enough. Right. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so bad location. It's a real deal. I mean, if Walmart is paying attention to where they're putting their locations, if McDonald's is doing this, mm-hmm. if your express tire change place, like all of these places are poised for convenience. Yep. And the reason that is is because they know if they put it in a bad spot, people are not going to come. And that's even true of McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. If you yeah. put it in a bad spot, people are not going to come. Well, like e- e- bad spot or even um, just make sure it's high traffic. Right. Like you're you're getting visibility out there. Because 
if you're in urgent care, it's not a destination place. That's right. Like it's it's going back to convenience. Do I, oh, there it is, right there. It's beside a Walmart. I think one of the best location strategies I've ever heard in terms of like not much research required, but it worked, is that Hibbit Sports. Yeah, with the WalMarts. Yeah, they yeah. their goal, like they knew, and it's still true today for the most part. Walmart did, does not carry a great sporting goods section. Like it's there, but not really. It's trash. It's like one aisle, and but it attracts families. Stick a Hibbit sporting goods store in the same parking lot, and now they've gone to Walmart to get their groceries and go to Walmart. Well, they don't have the baseball helmet that I thought they were going to have, cleats. or whatever. Yeah. They look out, they go toward a car. Hey, there's a Hibbits over there. We'll just roll over there. And that, that was their location. They didn't require market research. They just let somebody else do the research for them. I mean, imagine if you put your pediatric urgent care next to every daycare. Yeah. Anyway, there's a thought. Let's go to the next one. Payer contracting. Or yeah, or Target. Mm-hmm. Uh, payer contracting. Um, I think this is a big deal for sure. And I'm not just I'm talking about your credit card processing, but I'm not talking about your credit card processing. You have to have the capability to collect on your payments, Mm -hmm. not only through your insurance, but also just the regular payments. Right. If somebody's paying out of pocket, not everybody carries insurance. And like accepting all the different payment methods that people do right now. Um, are we saying Bitcoin's an option? Mm, Not sure. No. Last year this time it felt like one. Right. But um but no, making sure like you got to make it easy, you got to make it uh, seamless too. And talking about the insurance, we're here in Alabama. If you don't accept Blue Cross, you might as well turn around and close your doors. That's right, because that is just the expectation. It's the standard, yeah, and it's what everybody has. But here's the thing: you have to set yourself up. If you can't collect funds, your doors are going to shut. Yep, and and it, and you have to be able to report on them properly. You got to do all the things right. The fact that you can like I've talked to a business and they did not have a way to accept payment. Like, yeah, I remember you talking about that one. And it's like, well, you, you, your business doesn't exist. Or the only way accepting payment, can you write me a check? And if that's the only way you're accepting payment right now, you just knocked out half of your customer base because I don't have a checkbook at My all. business doesn't have a checkbook, Michael. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't have any t- – like, if, if I can't even digitally write you a check, we're cooked. I remember the only time I ever wrote a check – up until recently was for my driver's license or my um, renewal of something for the state. And that was it because they didn't, because they wanted to charge you extra for the credit card. fee. was like, oh, I'll save $3. And then the one time I go, the last time I went up there, they had the check option and then they didn't mention the fee anymore. Well, here's the card. I don't care. I don't want to write this check. <laughs> right. right. So I don't, most people don't know, how write, don't know how to write checks anymore. Well, that's the that's the second reason that your urgent care fails is not being able to get money through the door, and it's not because of a patient issue. It's because of literally not being able to collect the money. And that brings up one last thing on that before we move to the next one is, please for love make it where I can pay online. Yep. Oh my goodness, convenience. I, we had a. I know this is going to change because hospitals uh, building a new location, but had an issue. Had to go to a hospital. Uh, got the bill in the mail, which is very typical. And I scan that thing for five minutes. Where's the online portal to pay for this? I was like, maybe they just forgot to put it on there. So I go to their website. Like, it even says like, there. If you're part of this system, you, there are no portals. And and I called a lady. I was like, how do I pay you? She said, well, you got to mail us a check. Or no, even better, you got to mail us your credit card form. I'm like, so I gotta stick my credit card info on a piece of paper and stick it in the, in the mailbox and hope it gets to you. Not waiting on that metal thing that. Right. You know and about and so it's so funny. I was reminded of it because I was looking at my tax documents for this year, the file and stuff. So I always try to keep up with everything. And I saw that. I was like, 
why do I have a picture? I was like, oh, wait, that's actually my payment. <laughs> right, right. So anyway, but there you go. It, make it convenient. Make it easy, for goodness sake. Um, next, marketing. Yeah, it's the third reason you're urgent care. It's not the number one reason, but it's definitely in there. I, I mean, it's one of the seven. It's the top three. I would argue I, I, this is going to sound self-servicing because we obviously an additional marketing agency, but people are the first thing they cut with any sign of trouble is the marketing budget. And it doesn't really matter because they weren't spending enough money in the first place, right? Here's the thing. Think about where you want to be financially. We did a whole marketing strategy plan on this this month. Um, and we, we even created a spreadsheet on everything on where to allocate your budget dollars and how much to spend. But here's the rule of thumb. It's 10% of the revenue that you want to hit. No, that, that is the general rule of thumb for yeah. marketing. If you're Total t- marketing. Yeah. Talk, not not digital. Print, radio, television, the person that sits there and does the physical marketing for your company, whatever it is, like all consuming, it should be 10% of the budget of the number that you plan realistically to hit. So if you do $500,000 a year, you should spend $50,000 on marketing, which yes. sounds like a big number, but when you divide by 12 or you divide by 52, it's not that big anymore. Yep. And it, once again, it, it sounds like a lot, but hey, fifty thousand dollars doesn't even cover a salary of a marketing manager. Half exactly. The time. So, fifty thousand dollars. But think about it this way: if you put fifty grand into something, chances are it's going to make an, an impact and, compared to not putting in money. Absolutely. So, and and here's the thing: people aren't spending em- enough, or they're they're like, well, we're not going to do digital, or we're not going to do this, or we're not going to do that because everybody's doing it. Well, they're doing it because it works. Yeah, and it's not okay? everybody. And I, you're right. It's not everybody, but the ones that are effective are like, or they have this perception and, and maybe you listening now have this perception, like um, those big hospitals or those big American family cares or whatever, like we're never going to be able to compete with them on a budget. False. That is false. That That is somebody have, in your brain telling you a lie. Because we, we have printed emails on our wall of that exact fact. Exactly. Where, with Nick the marketer, which is the parent of this company, of the patient care marketing pros, we were running ads for a particular law firm, actually two different ones, right. and we get an email, and it is the largest law firm in the country emailing hey, you're, you're us. You're beating us. Please stop. Please stop beating us at this. We're, we're asking you to do this, this, and this. And because we're all kind of afraid of a giant like that, like, sure, we'll make those adjustments. But the fact is we were taking away their market share on a budget was probably a hundredth of what they're spending yeah so the it's all about doing the right things first so google and facebook have leveled the playing field yep. facebook instagram TikTok, all of them right so google specifically has leveled the playing field for any business to be able to market effectively on their platform by using a quality score we will take another episode and talk about quality scores when it comes to google ads yeah but the fact is it's, it's not it about is the a, money it is a lie that you cannot compete with the bigger the bigger companies even with a smaller budget. And just to kind of just to put a pin on that, simply a quality score, zero to one hundred percent, it I budget only affects it by like eight percent. Right. Maybe that. Maybe not even eight percent. But it's always like we're always in the nineties and the push of that hundred mark is always triple your budget. And we're like, we don't have to. So it's just yep. keep that in mind. It's like there is some thresholds. Like there's definitely a number you have to spend per se, but there isn't like this astronomical number to, to make it worth your while. Right. All right. All right. Number four reason that your urgent care is going out of business is because you are not controlling your staffing costs. Oh, that's such a big deal. Look, this is real world firsthand Nick and Michael experience. 
What's your pay? What is your payroll percentage? Yes, <laughs> like it's a thing, but it's not just the payroll per- percentage, Michael. It's it, it's several things in controlling the staffing cost. The first thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is market research in your area. Go to payscale.com, something like that, and say, what is the value range of this job? Yep. And the reason I tell you to do that is because we live, we just did an episode on Zoomers. <laughs> okay. Um, Not boomers. We, we've, boomers. Talked to, we, we've talked about millennials. We've talked about Gen Xers, all these different things, right? What they think they're worth is not reality. I did not even know that button was there. The point I'm trying to make is there is a market There is a market value to a job, and it ranges based on experience, bonuses, and all those kinds of things. If you are underpaying, you're going to have high turnover in your practice. That will put you out of business. If you are overpaying, you will not be able to bring the amount of people on to serve your client and patient are, and base. A human's a human. You will go out of business. Y'all have to get your staffing costs under control and get your pricing right internally. I know, I get it. Insurance drives a lot of the pricing. Okay, but that's still, that insurance is even priced in a way in your market for you to be able to grow your business with staffing. But if your costs are all over the place because somebody feels like they're worth more and all these different kinds of things, you're, you're cooked or you're greedy. No offense. I'm not mad at you. I'm just telling you the truth. You're greedy and you're not willing to pay them what they're worth. And so you're just a stepping stone urgent care. Yeah. And, and that'd be a funny name. Stepping stone urgent stepping care. Stepping stone urgent care. <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> that's funny. Um, and, you know, just kind of thinking through, uh, here's the reality. There will always be turnover. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how great your culture is. Doesn't matter if you pay well or not. There's always turnover. So you, once you get past that fear, no matter what you do, some people just aren't meant to be there forever. Actually, no one is. They're only meant to be there for a, a period of time. That's right. And it could be a very long time. It could be a very short time. But uh, ultimately, you want some predictability out of your turnover. And having proper paid staff that's not overworked and a culture they enjoy coming to is a key thing. We, we have episodes on culture because it's just an important piece of the puzzle. We're going to do an update on that in 2023 as well. Yeah, because things things have adjusted. Right. They have. But, right. but keep those costs in control. And then I had mentioned briefly about payroll percentage. What does that mean? What percentage of your entire revenue has gone to payroll? And is that a healthy number in your industry? Find out. Do, do a quick Google search. Chances are it may not be. So you need to double check and say, like, am I way over? If I'm way under, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. So not paying. Not paying or you don't have enough. Or your prices are too high. Something. Something's off. Yep. So next is facility costs. So this can go really deep. Like, well, I mean, they, these are these are bougie, bougie doctors and stuff like that. And I get that. You know, I, yeah. I, if, you, if you own a med spa, I get the fact that you're buying a lot of salt rocks <laughs> and they're typically pink, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm talking in jest, but the point is, is like you, you need to match who you serve. You don't need to go over the top. And then I would even argue from a facility cost management on those costs. Like you don't have to have the most expensive chair in your office to, to run paperwork. Okay. Yep. But you probably need to have the right kind of chair for your front desk person who's going to be sitting all day. Yeah. Just be conscious of it because all these small things add right. up. Like even here, like, so we're a big uh, standing desk company. Yeah. I can go ahead and tell you, standing desk range greatly in how expensive they are. All over the place. From like 300 bucks to, to 3000 $3,000. And they're not that much different. So like we are in the 300-ish range, but we bought all new ones a year and a half ago to – because we were kind of like buying them as, we, as they came. They all kind of started changing. So then we're like, all right, let's just all 
update them all to the same so at least it looks correct. Get some uniform. Because we are an open office space, so it's uh, we can't separate it out. Anyway, three hundred dollars times five is fifteen hundred bucks. Three hundred dollars times three thousand. I'm sorry, three thousand dollars times five it's like is ninety grand. Yeah, <laughs> it's fifteen thousand right. dollars compared like such a huge difference so keep that in mind and there's nothing wrong with buying used equipment like if, if you guys have certain equipment like x-ray technician stuff like there was a company i used i had done some work for and they repaired and sold used medical equipment because there's nothing wrong with it right when i went to the chiropractor the other day to get my x-ray scan that x-ray machine looked like it came out of the 80s right <laughs> like it looked old but it worked it worked fine well look you have to invest in the things that you need to invest in, and you need to be frugal in the areas that you need to be frugal in, and you need the wisdom to know the difference in the two of those. All right, I get it. As you grow, you can reinvest those dollars back in. Y'all, I wish you had seen what this podcast studio looked like not six months ago. Yeah. I we, mean, we, we, we had, were a, little, we had, we had a, a Yeti, Yeti mic. mic, no earpieces, and I don't know, man. It just, sounded, just, just roll back to episode back 10. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Um, but that's what we did is we've reinvested. And this still isn't like the best podcast studio in the planet. But yeah, we still have layers to add yeah, to we it. We got other stuff that we can do with it. But look, that all, all that to be said, at, your facility cost will eat your lunch. They will if you're not careful with it. The prices can get out of control. Yeah. Um, here's a here's a big one to me. Um, it's it's missing the marketing opportunities. The January, the first quarter especially in an urgent care space sometime in November blue season family starts coming over germs start spreading and it goes in through like March. All right. This is just the colder weather months. And here's what happens. Just stop advertising. You stop advertising. You're not taking advantage of those busy flu seasons. You're not taking advantage of those busy. I, and I honestly, I don't have any, like nobody's been able to give me a clear answer as why they do that other than to save money. I guess they're buying Christmas presents. I have no idea, but you're missing that opportunity to bring in all these new patients that are looking for your service because you are unwilling to spend the necessary money to grow that. Yeah. And, and fun fact, uh, most platforms, when you stop ads, so does their algorithm and all that learning that you spent, like you literally spent on the algorithm to learn what works best stops too. And, hit, and you're hitting a reset button. That's right. And so we all, we tell people, Hey, if you're just overwhelmed, just lower the ad spend. Don't get rid of it. Yep. Just lower it. Like if you're overwhelmed, you're making a bunch of money. You really shouldn't care and just lower it until you're like, okay, I can, can I guarantee you you're busy today in two weeks. You may not be. Would you, would you turn your would you turn your sign off at your at your building if if you just got busy? Right. Would you would you turn the electricity off to your building? Mm -mm. Yeah, you know, we're busy. We're just going to we're going to turn our sign off. Yeah. Just just we're not here. Well, it sounds ridiculous, right? <laughs> and yet every single day we have people all the time that just we're like we're busy right now, just turn it off. Yeah, that's that's not the best use of your money because you're going to spend just as much money getting it started over and cranked up again. And all of that is the same. It sounds marketing, Michael, but at the end of the day, you're missing the opportunity to bring in new patients. Yeah. Period. All right, let's get to the last one and move on. Exhausting working capital. Retained earnings, marketing budgets, having a coffer to pull from. Investment money up front, maybe. If every dollar that you have come into your business is going right back out the door, you have exhausted your working capital. You're not going to be able to make strategic investments in your building and your staff. Out. 
in your marketing, um, in your culture. Like this is your working capital. And if you're exhausting it because you're mismanaging that money, that you're out of business. If you have That's a, a reason urgent care businesses fail. If you have a zero or negative cash flow, you have a problem. Right. And you have a time limit to fix that problem because whatever you have to fix that is going to run out. So if you can't get it working the way you want it to, you're going to run into issues. And it's one of those, generally, like the rule of thumbs are you need at least three months worth of work, working capital to keep your, what does that mean? If it costs your comp, if it costs you $100,000 a month to run, you need 300 grand available to you to keep it running, assuming nothing else comes in the door. Right. Um, that sounds like a lot of cash for somebody, but it's really not. And it goes really fast. So just you have to get out of mind because ultimately once you run out of money, if a business can't be profitable, it has to be closed at some point or file for bankruptcy and reissue a bunch of stuff and try again. But the reality is you have to make more than you spend. Well, I'm going to recommend you go get the book Profit First. Um, yeah, yeah. That is a great book that will help you build up your working capital. And it also gives you some perspective on how to manage your business finances. So I want to make sure that I put that out there. Michael, I think this has been a great episode so far. Still Here's broke seven, 20 minutes. seven reasons <laughs> that your urgent care business fails. Y'all, this is huge. Bad location. Payer contracting. Marketing. Staffing costs. Those facility costs. That, Pay attention that to that. January 1st quarter opening date. <sighs> Missing those opportunities and not having working capital. It sounds it sounds obvious, but are you checking any of these boxes? <laughs> right, right. Like, is this actually happening right now? You just don't know it. Do a quick assessment on your company. What's going on? Like, uh, side note: Are you having a monthly meeting on the status of, of the health of your company? Like, are you actually knowing what's going on? I think that was one of the biggest things that we uh, the first two years out of this business was. When did we, you know, once we became confident in the financial reporting of what we were being given, we're like, mm -hmm. okay, we can make decisions now. That's right. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, it became consistent. Anyway. Get, get or contract out a CFO to help you with, with all of these areas, right? I mean, we have recently gone through taking a look at our location. Uh, and I look at this like when we're running credit cards, how much money is coming out of my pocket in, in those fees. And we're yeah. finally spending enough money on our marketing because we, even we're learning these things. Staffing costs. We've had to reduce some staff uh, to, to because we had gotten out of control. We leaned it up. Yep. And as part of our location, we're looking at the facility costs attached to that. We're running webinars to you, our listener, uh, because now's the best time for us to help you grow your business. And we have working capital, so we're good there. Guys, and we're, and we're yeah. growing it, too, which is nice. That's it. That's it. We're making it go. Take us out, Michael. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for another listen to our episode here. Uh, go check us out, patientcaremarketingpros.com. If you are in urgent care on the UCA, we'll see you guys in Vegas. And we'll catch you on the next one. Have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. See ya.